Boys and girls, and welcome to Now We're Talking. I, I do have to say, if you're an actual boy or girl, uh, please turn this off now. This podcast is marked as explicit, and you shouldn't be listening. With that out of the way, suck my dick and eat my pussy is December. We are knee-deep in the final month of 2016, and I don't think I'm alone in saying, hey... 2016. Don't let the door hit you in the December on the way out. Am I right? Folks, today's show is a newie but a goodie. We'll be playing a festive game and later on we'll be visited by our new friend the Technology Cowboy again. In the studio are two old friends, and I do mean old friends. Comedian Thelma Jenkinson is back and joined by another family face, Mr. Charles Butterworth. Hello to both of you. Hello. Signing in. Signing in, Jeb. Oh, I, I, well, it's, it's Josh. He, he said it's Jeff, honey. Well, I didn't know yeah, Charles. Thanks, I, said, I said Josh. Josh? Can we just get everyone to say my name once? My name. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Charles. Did you always say Kyle, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just let the dog there from Charles. <laughs> or you do? Okay. <laughs> Listen, how, how are you both? Uh, it feels like I haven't seen either of you in ages. Um, Thelma, it feels like I I've haven't actually... seen you about 12 weeks more than I haven't seen Charles. But... Fantastic. It's oddly specific. Don't be mm. jealous, Carl. Uh, I, uh, I've met somebody since the last time I was on the show. It seems it seems like it. Uh, am I right in thinking it might be Thelma here? Hello. Yep. He's saying hello. Hi, dear. Hello, Thelma. What I mean is that you're in a relationship, the two of you, are you not now? Yes. Is the greeting sequence completed? <laughs> yes, Thelma, the greeting sequence is completed. Fantastic. <laughs> now, please now enter interview mode. Fantastic. Okay. I guess my first question is how did the two of you meet? Well, I believe I told you about my sisters and I hold Brucella, the one-hour festival where we show off our handmade brooches. Sure. Now we're talking fans will, of course, remember Brucella. Exactly. Well, I was uh, I was looking in, in the newspaper for leads on antiques, and I saw a lovely and festive ad that they had put out for their Brucella, and I decided to attend. And there were three ladies there, and as I walked closer to the table, I see the, the most lovely 57-year-old teenage dream I've, I've ever seen. That's a sentence I don't want to unpack. So you, so you lock eyes across Brochella. More like very close to each other because the, the table is so small. Sure, okay, you lock eyes across a table. A single and brooch I... on the table. <laughs> so this was near the end of Brochella, was it? Uh, sure. <laughs> Let's say. There, there, there was only one brooch, Josh. By the time All you we needed. There, I mean, three of you arranged this thing. <laughs> Two, that means two of you failed to bring even one example of what the festival is there for. Well, Three, you know, one I, of I, my I... sisters has no hands. We've discussed that. Okay, she's off the table then. So which was it, you or the other sister? And then the other one had to open the door. I, I also did not bring a brooch. Well, I mean, Charles, you were just there to view the brooches. I was there to, to, to purchase an antique, but I found the antique of my life, I must say. Please. Um... 57 years young. So I'm not sure that's... Josh? I, mean, I feel like I remember you being a little more than 57. Let's wrap it up. 
<laughs> Jimmy Rabbit on. podcast. Oh, well, we're like five minutes in. Don't blow this, Jeff. Okay, I'll try. I'll try not to. Uh, Charles, mm-hmm. I noticed that you are still alive. Well, when I was diagnosed with my affliction, I was told that I would die, you, and it was very serious. I, th- I feel like you were given six months to live. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And things were pretty touch and go there for a, for a while. I, I I must admit. But the love of a woman pulled me out of the darkness, Josh. The love. An American hero. So are you right, saying Josh? That, I mean, do you want me to agree with that, film? I feel like that's an unlikely. It's unlikely that I'm going to agree that you're an American hero. The, the, whoever arranged Brochella is an American hero, Josh. Well, we could talk about and she that she deserves your respect. <laughs> I told Charles about how famous I was okay, in well, the, uh... let's say, 60s. Josh will definitely back that up. You said 70s. At the very least, what I'll do is change the subject. Charles, are you saying that the romance that Thelma brought to your life cured you of... What was the name of that disease again? Crap dick. That's it. What's Um, that? So are you saying your your crap dick was cured by Thelma? His what now? Thelma is not aware of my medical situation quite yet. I mean, what did happen? Well, we we met... Is this why you're always in thermal underwear? This is why we have not made love yet. Here we go. I, I have to admit something to my love, Thelma. Oh, wow, okay. While going through treatment for craptic, a, a cure was found. Unfortunately, it was too late for my dick, and it not fell off. again. It fell right off, Thelma. I do not have a, a dick. I can't believe this is happening to me again. Charles, I'm, <laughs> Charles, I'm so my sorry. My third husband died of this, you know. What? what? 37. Oh my god, Thelma, I had no idea. I mean, what? 1981. Thelma, no one's debating the date. It's, I mean, so Charles is not your first lover afflicted with the uh, the crap dick. Yes, I've spilled some beans. Uh, I've had three husbands go down to crap dick. Three of your husbands? Do you think there's something about a man with crap dick that you're drawn to? Oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. That's disturbing. I mean, Charles is the only person I've ever known with crap dick. Josh, I'm in a in a support group. Okay. It's just it's just me and uh, Stinky Dick Steve. Mmm. He's got a um. I mean, he he's... has crap dick B, which is where your dick actually turns into crap, Steve. as opposed to I have crap dick A, where my dick just fell off. I mean, he's very forthcoming with it, <laughs> with his name. It it was given to him. He did not choose that name. Hang on. You mean that's his name since birth? Mmm. No. Oh, I see. His, it's like a nickname his... that, that a bully gave him. Am I a bully? Did you give him that name, Charles? <laughs> well, well, not people nice with craptic. I mean, you have crafted yourself. You know how hard it is. And yes, there's one but, other but person people... that you share that experience with you choose to give that name to. There's a hierarchy in every society, Josh, and especially the craptic society. Dog eat dog world out there, Josh. Luckily for you, it's not dog eat dick. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so, um, you met a brochure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who asked who out? Go on, I want the details. So we locked eyes from uh, uh, across the the very small table. When I looked into her 62-year-old eyes, I knew knew that she could teach me something. I could learn from her. She was my American antique. He didn't have glasses on, which I like. I did not. Not a fan of um, people wearing glasses. Not in the least. What is it about people wearing glasses, though? Did we ever get down to that? What are they hiding there through those... 
transparent glasses. I mean, nothing but transparent. The frames are just disfigure the whole face. I can't. You think they're hiding something behind the frames of their glasses? I do. Really, what information could be held on the bridge of the nose? I haven't, I haven't really figured it out. I just know the aversion is very strong. Best just to punch and run. <laughs> Gotta say, that doesn't sound like the best thing at all. Hasn't failed yet. What do you categorize as a failure? Uh, getting shot or getting the leg swept. So any situation <laughs> where you don't get shot or your leg swept is a victory for you. It's a new day in America. <laughs> Thelma, that's certainly a, uh, an original and a positive, I suppose, outlook on life. I, I can't change who I am at 81 years old. Well, I mean 62. Um, speaking of your life, how's, how's your career going in comedy? That was part of the reason I wanted to run away with Carl. He told me about his very long house, mm -hmm. and I thought it'd be a good spot. I, there surely would be a space to fill with an audience. I and see. we could charge okay. them to visit the house and then force them to sit through a routine. Well, okay. And uh, Charles, is there that... space in the 1,000-mile house? It's a very large house, Josh. Yep. <laughs> it's a little narrower than he let on. It's a very long and narrow house, Josh. How narrow is it exactly? Well, I think I'm, I'm, I do um... remember asking this question last time, and you got, you got a little bit sensitive about it, Charles. <laughs> I wasn't able to bring my brooch table in. <laughs> One. As I said, I, I am not an architect, and I do not deal with the archaeological... Charles, what's said, buried beneath Charles. this? <laughs> I'm an antique dealer. Is the 1,000-mile house built on an ancient Indian burial ground? Well, well, Josh, it's in northern British Columbia, and it's, it's 1,000 square miles. It's built on 32 ancient burial grounds, to be oh exact. God. The First Nations people are, are very upset with the Butterworth I mean, family. Are there hauntings? There are many curses on, on many objects. In my antique really? store. Sure, what kind, of and... what kind of objects have what kind of curses? His pants. <laughs> Thelma, please. <laughs> there does seem to be a curse on my pants, yes. Um, do, you, do you blame... The crotchal region, to be exact. Charles, do you blame ancient Indian cursed pants on your crap dick? And that is a question I've already got written down, so... Should I get some sage? Is this what you're saying? Should I burn sage? I'm no expert in sage, but can't hurt. I don't know if my sage guy can handle the... The job. Big what? house. You're a sage guy? I wasn't, I wasn't going to ask about it, Charles. <laughs> so the, I, the 1, I, I didn't mile know house, about any sage guy. The 1,000 mile house is very narrow. 1,000 miles long. The width is extremely inadequate. Okay, so are we talking, I mean, like a corridor? Is that a Harry Potter term of distance? Thelma, I'd like to congratulate you on knowing what Harry Potter is. Charles, is it just like one big long hallway? It, it's essentially the width of a napkin. It's <laughs> very long. Hang on. <laughs> There's not a lot of, of wiggle room. There's not a lot of wiggling at all. It, it's true. Well, I mean, that's been established that you two haven't uh, had, had those sort of relations yet, but I mean... And we never will, Josh. Charles, crap dick. Charles, there is more to sex than just a dick. Crap or not. But I want to experience all of my beautiful, gorgeous, 72-year-old Thelma. She's still all there. Well, actually, I take that back, because it's probably not true. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. You know what? Let's get, back, let's get back on track. So the, the, the <laughs> Thousand Mile House is essentially a hollow wall. Yes. It can best be described as a giant hollow Twinkie with <laughs> no cream filling inside. An empty I'm very, Twinkie. 
I'm, what can I say? I, I'm very good at describing things. I'll have to take your word for it that it more resembles mm. a Twinkie than it does a wall. I do do plan on having Thelma back for, for Christmas. And what sort of a Christmas celebration are you going to have inside your big hollow Twinkie? Well, Not even we, that we big it. of a hollow Twinkie, I've got to say. The width of a napkin is like six Twinkies, maybe? A soiled napkin, rolled up, you know, not not the exact crisp, full length of a napkin you would see at a restaurant, but more like after you eat saucy wings. Are you able to move inside your own house? It's very tricky. We call it the, the, the pancake. Call it you... a few things the pancake these days. Is one of them actual pancakes? One of them is. One of them is one of my body parts we don't need to get into. Only one. A pair. A short stack. <laughs> silver dollars. And my genitals look like a, a pancake on a cutting board. Not a lot going on. Very flat. Well. My that's... penis is an innie now. I'm sure I'd thank you for that in some alternate universe when I asked about it, Charles. Love to get new info. <laughs> okay. Oh. Guys, you know what month it is. Um, I mean, that was a rhetorical question, but do you actually know what month it is? Want to say November? Is is Brochella coming up? It's D. Very nice. Making making fun of me again for not having a D. (laughs) That's not where I was. Awareness month? It's a desegregation? No. <laughs> Desem... Dissemination of new <laughs> nope. information. It's about December. Your... We all said December. Yes, it's December. Here we are. And um, I suppose I want to ask you both if you enjoy the festive season. I'm in a thousand mile long house where I can't fit a candy cane sideways. <laughs> okay. With my young stud who is a gelding. Sure. Uh, things are great. <laughs> can't really set up a, a tree. We have many, many lights on the outside. Mm-hmm. They're all dead. It takes t- t- too long to get to the light store in my Thousand Mile House. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it sounds like uh, the, the festive period is a bleak time for the both of you at the moment. No, we'll actually have a, a fantastic time. We, we really get along. He knows she, what she... a star I was back in the day. It's good to have a fan around. And I'm I'm just gonna learn so much from her. Well, that's through all of her 77 years of life she's been alive. I will gather all of those nu- nuggets of information. And we'll smoke a lot of grass. Wow. Okay. I mean, have you considered moving on from the the thousand mile house into? I bet you could sell something like that for a lot of money and then buy a house which was comfortable to live in. Nobody, nobody wants to buy the house. Not a single person wants to live in a thousand mile long Twinkie. The open house involved a lot of people pulling up and then just burning rubber out of there, out of the driveway. I fed my cat for two years off the rubber that was left in the driveway. <laughs> How's that cat doing, Charles? I don't, I don't a, have a cat a, anymore. That sounds about it right. It may be in the house somewhere. P- possible. Uh, Ch- Charles, last time, and I hope, Thelma, you don't mind me bringing this up, but last time you were here, Charles, you and our other guest um, kind of had a little spark at the end, and I thought that maybe you two might. Um, <clears throat> did anything happen there? Or Yes. Did anything happen there? Well, what, what wound up happening is she pledged her, her life Allegiance savings. to the flag. Her life savings towards finding a cure for my terrible affliction of crap dick. And unfortunately, when the cure was found, my dick was already lost. Oh, how late, already how late was she? 24 hours. Oh, my God. 
I was so mad and oh. disgust. I told her I ne- never wanted to see her again, and I, I threw my recently fallen off dick at her. Wow. She, she still has it. 50 to 1, she wears glasses. I do believe she was a teacher. There a it is. A music teacher. And 99% of teachers wear glasses. Let me check Snopes. Yes, that is true. Okay, well, that's not Snopes, though. That's a notepad that you have that you've done some very colorful sketches I, in. I said Snopes. That's what I call my notepad. Snopes. <laughs> uh, well, folks, we do have a festive game to play. So, uh, Charles, Thelma, if you're interested in playing uh, yeah, this game. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's uh, it's not necessarily a Christmas game, because I don't want to exclude people who don't celebrate Christmas. So let's play What's in My Who doesn't non- celebrate Christmas? Well, people of other religions. Are there, are, there, are there some sort of people out there that only celebrate holidays? Well, I mean, some people are either atheists or they're from other religions which have separate holidays or perhaps no holiday at all around this time of year. You know, there's a... Um... You've been reading too much. I don't, I don't think that's right. A lot of fake news going around. I, I heard that over 60% of Facebook news was fake. Did you read about this on Facebook? Sounds like he's too deep in it, Charles. Listen, that's just... Uh... Some people just... just... Just can't be saved, can they, my love? Why don't we forget all this and enjoy a nice game of what's in my non-denominational present? Alrighty. What's in my... What's in my... What's in my... What's in my non-denominational present? Okay, so here here are the rules. Uh, We each have five presents, and if we can guess what's in someone else's box then we get to steal their present. Uh, We have ten guesses each, and the person with the most presents at the end of the game wins December. So uh, write down what what your five presents are. This is just for you. Five presents in your bag? In your box? Yep, just round now. Aye, aye. I'll I'll guess first. Um, Thelma, do you have a rocking horse? Absolutely not. Ah, ah, um, okay. Carl, would you like to go? I, I would love to. Do you have a nice, beautiful, red rubber spatula? How did you know that? I mean, did you specifically write red rubber? Absolutely, verbatim. Wow, I mean, you need... Come on, you two aren't cheating, are you? I am not a cheater. Cheating? We're not even... I'm an antique dealer. Thelma, would you like to guess next? Okay, Josh. Yeah? Do you have a loose fig? (laughs) I do not have a loose fig, Thelma, either in my present or medically. Um, Charles, do mm. you have a nice pair of socks? Do, do I own a nice pair of socks? No, in the, in the game, Charles. Many, in the game, oh, Charles. let me just check my... I do, I do not. Ah, damn it. Josh, may I guess for you now? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Do you have 1700s Renaissance dildo? I mean, I wrote that because I thought no one would get it, but y- yes, exactly what I've written down. Well, how how about that, huh? Wow. Charles. Um, I, I must confess something. Since the, the moment my dick fell off into the outhouse I was using, I, I gained an extra sensory gift. What, what, what now I, I, can, I can see what, what people are thinking. Some call it telekinesis. <laughs> I mean, Charles. Terrific. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Charles, are you saying that you are telepathic? I know r- right now that Thelma is thinking about the brooch that, that JFK's wife was wearing at his funeral. Oh, my God. Well, no, no, hang on. I'm not sure I quite... Uh, <laughs> see, so, the I'm sorry. The blue brooch. 
I'm not. I'm not sure. It's exactly right. You're telepathic, Charles, just based on that. What and and you know about? what? What am I about right I, now? You don't believe anything this n- no-dicked asshole is saying. Oh my god, that's the exact wording in my head. Um, I'll, I'll pick. Judas Priest. I'll pick an animal. Any animal. What animal am I thinking of? Sexy gerbil. What fruit am I thinking of? Sexy strawberry. Race car driver. Sexy fast Fred. Flower. Rose, like from the Titanic. Rap song. Thong song. Mark Wahlberg movie. The Departed. Oh my god, he's psychic. This is amazing. Oh my god. I wish wish you would have predicted that Cubs victory. Could have helped us out. My Cubbies? The Chicago Cubs, yes. Charles, are your oh. cubbies your remaining testicles? I call them the panda, because I got one brown bear and one... What? I actually call them the pandas, because I have one black bear and one polar bear. You're telling me you have one black testicle and one white testicle, Charles? It's like a, it's like a chessboard down there. And no grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> We've just found out. Charles is is telepathic, and we're asking about his, his testicles. I mean, folks, it doesn't get any more December than this. December to remember. Charles, how has your life changed being able to read the thoughts of others? Uh, it's 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 like a Mel Gibson movie. I, I know what women want, but I I also know that I just cannot provide it. Here, here's something I want to know: What's Thelma's real age? What's the point of this exercise, Jeff? She's 115. Oh my. I'm just as shocked as anyone to hear this. <laughs> There'd been whispers that I could be up there, but that is shocking. I mean, by up there, do you mean heaven? Because <laughs> you've made it quite a way. Think, think of the wealth of knowledge. She, she was alive during during the Boer War, where they just pit two tusked pigs against each other, and they fought for weeks. Put up a hell of a fight. <laughs> I must be the only one here who isn't familiar with the Boer War. With the, with the Boer War? It's, it's very common knowledge. They will tell this you. This is adding up, because I, I do remember being there for that. And what year if was I'm that? Honest. This might predate date-keeping. Thelma, they did not start keeping dates in 1901. Well, the Boer War took place from 1899 to, to 1902. So she was born in the midst of the Boer War. I'm not a boar. Mm, no, but you being a boar. No one is <laughs> accusing you of being a boar, Selma. But but you certainly embrace like one. Oh, I. There are questions in my mind that I'm yeah. sure you can read, but I'm not going Ear to muffs, ask out loud. It's getting racy. Just like sexy fast Fred. I'm going to move on now to uh, a, a, a relatively new feature we have here on Now We're Talking. Um, it's a it's a character I play. I know it's you know a little bit strange to play characters, but uh, it's called the Technology Cowboy. So I hope we can all sit back and enjoy the uh, the Technology Cowboy for this week. Well, howdy, folks. It's me, the Technology Cowboy. They tell me there are these virtual reality goggles around now, letting you pretend the world is something else. Sounds like a waste of time to me. I'm content with things the way they are. Thank you very much. I've got my little house here, my cattle, my wood fence, and a dog called Lucky. What more can I need? Ain't nothing more exciting to me than looking over the prairie at the end of a hard day's work and wiping the sweat off my brow, sitting back and drinking a cool glass of cow's milk from my very own cows. No thank you, virtual reality. I'll stick with plain old reality. 
That's the uh, technology cowboy, everyone. Quite a man. Yeah, I mean, it was just me, Velma. There's too many discoveries being made at quite a clip right now. Like an ep- episode of Maury Povich. Let's get back to Charles. Exactly. Let's get back to Charles and his psychic abilities, shall we? Let's do. I think many people will be very interested in these powers of yours. They're, they're not for sale. Is it just the human mind that you can read? I, I can see an object and, and experience what it has experienced. Hence why I really want that ancient dildo. <laughs> Well, how about the table here in the studio? Can you maybe see, mm, see what the table's just, experience? Let, let me just, just put my hands on this this table. Ooh, rich, rich cherry wood. Two chipmunks fought to the death over a nut in the tree this table was made of. Wow, they're going to get that nut. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. She can. She won't ever get it from me. Well, she'll get one black one and one white one. It's like a yin-yang sign down there, Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... It... Oh, dear. <laughs> Back to the table. I feel like a a, a a young boy lost his life on this table. Yeah, that did. An orphan. I was actually here when that happened. Um, oh, oh, my God. Did you, did you I'd like to take a question from the audience. What's that? How can we use this power to keep the bespectacled down? That's a great question. No one, no one wants to. No one else but you is interested in that as a prospect, Thelma. Any, any want of Thelma's is a want of mine. But you said that antique dealers don't have any prejudice. They, they may not have any prejudice, but they certainly take on the prejudice of the antiques surrounding them. Everyone like, wow, knows okay. that, Josh. So they have prejudice by proxy. By proxy, I have definitely developed several prejudices. Uh, one thing that I, I do not like now, which may ruffle some feathers, is I am not a fan of cancer and diseases. You might not like to hear that. Well, I mean, I, I think most like... people are against cancer, unless you mean you, you don't like people with cancer and other diseases. I don't want to be around cancer. All right, Charles. Neither does my lover, Thelma. My 68-year-old lover, Thelma. Lovers in quotes. Sure, because there's no actual contact because of the... Uh... We have touched lips at least two and a half times. Sure. I mean, the human word for that is kissing. I have also gotten to first and a half base. That's where I'm uh, allowed to... This is just trying to pass each other in the thousand-mile house. Mm. So, Charles, it's almost like you're penis has been taken away but replaced with this mental power this is what's happened yes i mean how's the how's the how is that as a trade i have been able to be quite fortunate at casinos the the the, the penny slots have treated me well i have uh... what he call me <laughs> <laughs> i i can Pick the perfect $2 scratch to win to win my money back. It seems like, it sounds like you're aiming quite low, Charles. Why do you think I wound up with Thelma? Ouch! Whoa. Strong words from someone with a slice of bologna and a salt and pepper shaker between their legs. Thelma, that that is hurtful, and, and I b- wow. believe that this is our very first fight. Would have thought you'd seen that one coming. Folks, things Hurt, got hurt. a little tense here. There's one cure. Medicinal marijuana. 
Okay, Thelma. Well, you can do it on your own time. Um, I, I, th- I think we'll wrap things up for today. Um, uh, I want to I thank Charles Butterworth. Thank you. And I want to thank Thelma Jenkinson. Jeff, it's always a treat. Well, okay. I hope to see you both again soon, hopefully together and happy. Thank you, Jim. 116th birthday, you're invited. Well, I'd, I'll uh, certainly be invited. Hey, thank you for... T- oh, <laughs> fucked up. Let's keep it in. Hey, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now We're Talking. Thanks to Claire and Kyle for bringing back Thelma and Charles. I know a lot of people love those characters. I love those characters, so I hope you got as much of a kick out for listening to them as we did to recording it. Next week, it's the big festive Christmas episode. We've got more returning guests as well as some new guests. It's going to be a fun one. hope you stick around for that. Um, this is Now We're Talking. My name is Josh, and the music's finished, so I've got to go. Bye. Everyone do their vocal exercises, please. All right, great. New York. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do this one every time I go, Josh sucks. Every time before I do a podcast. I haven't heard that one. Unique New York. Unique New York. (laughs) (laughs) The leprechauns. I need. Does anybody have any scotch for me to swizzle? I'd like to buy back my niece. I'd like to buy back my niece. (laughs) Okay, let's go.